today is Tuesday, May 30th, 2017. It has been 197 days or 28 weeks or six months since I filed for divorce. Siri on my iPhone uh, figures that out for me when I ask her how long it's been. And today it's back to reality, back to work after a holiday weekend, um, although I did a lot of work over the weekend so I could hit the ground running today. I have a lot going on. I'm going through some training right now called Moodle. It's an online platform that teachers use for teaching online courses and the university offered me an opportunity to do this training, which is really nice. It's a good skill to have. It's very interesting and they pay me $200 to do the training and so I started that over the weekend and I also get to design my own public relations course which I will teach in the spring if I'm still at the university. Uh, so I did a lot of work on that this weekend and this morning I sent Mike a text message asking if he could swing by my house today to fix the sink upstairs which is in the kids bathroom every few months or so that drain absolutely stops working I think it gets clogged up with hair and gunk and whatever else those kids are washing down the sink but every I don't know every so many months Mike will come and fix it you have to take apart the pipe and pull everything out it's it's kind of involved, um, although I wish I knew how to do it myself. Maybe in the future I'll pay attention so I can do it myself. So I sent Mike a text this morning asking for help with this, and he said he was leaving for a flight to go to Detroit and that he will be gone all week. And I said, wow, why didn't you tell me you were going out of town? And he said, well, it's a quick trip. And I said, well, it's a week-long trip. That's, you know, to me, quick trip is up in a day and back the next day. But he's going to be out of town in Detroit all week and didn't bother to tell me. I mean, I wouldn't have known if I didn't ask him to swing by today. And I think that that's passive-aggressive and I think that it's rude. Um, you know, especially because Mike and I share two kids and we share... A child that's still under the age of 18 our son is 15 and I think it's just basic courtesy to say hey I'm leaving the state uh, you know Detroit's far away from Austin that's you know clear across the country um, I think it's basic courtesy to share with each other hey I'm gonna be out of town it's not that I need to know all the details of his trip or even you know anything like that I just think it's important to let each other know uh, when we're leaving town because we're not divorced yet we still own each other's property and we share a child under the age of 18 so you know have basic courtesy to <clears throat> say you're gonna be out of town I think that that's just I, I think it's passive-aggressive not to I think it's you know you're so unimportant to me that I, or I'm gonna make you feel so unimportant that I'm not going to tell you and it's not about that it's not that I need to have every single detail but <clears throat> if something would happen this week I would have had no clue that Mike is in Michigan 
if something would happen to, to one of the children or something happened to uh, his house out there in Hutto. I mean, I still am half owner of everything out there and he's got a guy who comes over to feed the cows and chickens and check on the property. But I have a right to know that. Um, even if I didn't own half that property, I still think it's basic courtesy to say, hey, I'm gonna be out of town for five days and I uh, just wanna let you know. I mean, it just more of the same crap. You know, when, when we were married, we had serious communication issues. Mike just doesn't share information. He's an information hoarder, I guess you could say. He just doesn't share it and likes to sit on information and let it trickle out um, whenever it's convenient or useful to him. Whatever. I can't control what he does, but I just, I think it's rude. So, our daughter graduates from high school this Saturday, June 3rd. She is graduating uh, from her high school here in Austin. It's a very exciting time. She's done great <clears throat> in high school. She uh, is a straight-A student and a National Honor Society member, and and I think it's been a good year for her, and she's made some good friends this year that I think she'll have uh, for a lifetime. So Mike's parents will arrive on Friday uh, to attend the graduation. I invited them several times to come, uh, even though Mike doesn't like me communicating with them. I wanted them to feel welcome. I wanted them to know they could come and that this was a special occasion and, and they were welcome to come for it and I have shared all of the graduation information with them and so they'll be arriving on Friday I was trying to put together some plans for Saturday for before and after the graduation making plans with Mike has never been easy ever in 20 plus years that we've had to make plans with each other I like to lay out plans in advance I like to know what we're doing and so I said, let's go ahead and make some dinner plans for after graduation. And Mike didn't want to make plans. He said, let's wait and talk to our daughter and see what she wants to do. Well, that's all great. And I want to know what our daughter wants to do. But it's important for the family to get together and have a nice meal after the graduation ceremony. His parents will be here. Uh, we, we should all be together and celebrate you know, Tori graduating, but he, you know, wants to let her have a say in it. And I, I agree, but I said, look, I'm not going to just eat beans out of a can on a paper plate and whatever. Call me high maintenance, whatever. I want to have a nice dinner, a, a celebration that's memorable, that's nice in a nice restaurant. I think it's worthy of that. And Mike often, um, you know, just wants to go back to his house and just eat on paper plates in front of the TV. I'm not, I'm not doing that. This is, this is bigger than that. And even if my daughter doesn't necessarily agree, I still think it's important to mark the occasion with a nice meal where we're all together facing each other and talking in a nice restaurant rather than just spread out in the house, indoors and outdoors, and with the TV on, and and um, I also think it's very important to 
not eat on paper plates all the time. I mean, that's pretty much standard at his house. I don't do that at my house, but so I talked with my daughter and uh, she agreed that we could go out to dinner after the graduation ceremony. And so she loves P.F. Chang's. So what I'm going to do is call P.F. Chang's today and try to make a dinner reservation and then hold everybody to it. You know, I often get overruled on these things, um, which is really disappointing to me often. Um, I, I want to go out and have a nice meal together and not have the kitchen to clean and not have to deal with all of that and have everybody spread out around the house. So I'm going to make the dinner reservation and I'm going to tell Mike's parents about it and I'm going to hold us to it because I think it's important. Then after the dinner, uh, Tori will go to a graduation party at her friend Aaron's house and that's just fine. I think she should. You know, Aaron's family has invited all families over for this graduation party. It's a huge party at their house and Mike and I and the family are invited and I, I asked Tori, you know, what, what would you like us to do? Would you like us to go out to dinner and then we all go over to Aaron's house or would you like to go without your parents? I mean, what, what do you prefer? Cause I'm open. I'll do, I'll do whatever. And she said, no, let's, let's go out to dinner, you know, cause grandpa and grandma are here. And then she said, I would like to just go to Aaron's by myself. And I said, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I think that's totally appropriate. Um, no big deal. I don't have to be there, although I can go by and say hello, but you know, that's fine if Tori wants to be with her friends. I didn't want my mom around really when I was 18. I'm sure I didn't. But anyway, this weekend's going to be a big deal. I hope that it's not stressful. I want it to be a happy occasion. It's one of celebration. This is an amazing accomplishment. Um, I don't want to fight with Mike. I don't want to have the friction between us. Um, I am lo I'm actually looking forward to saying hello to his parents and seeing them and um, thanking them for coming. Uh, even though his mother has never liked me, and I've talked about this in previous audio blogs, his mom has been outwardly hostile towards me on many occasions during our marriage, and that's that was used to be heartbreaking. I don't care anymore, but um, I don't I don't seek her approval anymore like I once did. So it's a lot easier to be around her. It's interesting. She has never asked me why Mike and I are divorcing. I kind of wish she would. She's never said, you know, hey, what's what happened or what's the story or are you okay or what's going on? She's never. She's never done that. In fact, this is a pretty telling example. Mike's older brother was married to his wife for 20 years. And she was my sister-in-law. And the kids and I loved her. She was wonderful. She um, owned and ran a coffee shop in St. Louis and uh, was just wonderful. She worked out. She was fun. She was very sweet. And we spent many holidays with her. And she was close with Mike's mother from what I could tell from my perspective. She seemed um, close to Mike's mom. And, um, but Mike's mother often talked bad about her to me and about my other sister-in-law 
which led me to believe that, you know, what was Mike's mother saying about me to them? Because I think if she's talking bad about her other two daughters-in-law, um, what is she saying about me, you know, when I'm not around? So um, she would say bad things about um, his, her son's wife, like, you know, she's always gone and has her own life and, um, you know, just she would talk about how wealthy her family was. You know, she comes from a really rich family and um, has all these expectations and whatever. Anyway, um, Mike's older brother went on a hunting trip with Mike's brothers and dad. And while he was on the hunting trip, his wife left him and moved out after 20 years of marriage. And his brother knew that this was going on. His brother knew while he was gone on the hunting trip that his wife was going to move out. And he did not tell his parents or his brothers. I mean, he's on a hunting trip with them and just did not mention, oh, by the way, my wife of 20 years is moving out while I'm on this hunting trip. I think that's so weird, really weird to not mention I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Your wife of 20 years is moving out and you just like don't mention it. So anyway, they got a very quick divorce. I think the quickest ever, um, his wife asked for nothing, walked away from everything, just wanted a quick and easy divorce and they were divorced and Mike's parents never spoke to her again. And I guess they've been divorced now, I don't know five or six or seven years. His brother's remarried now to a woman, but um, his parents never heard from her again and never spoke to her again. I think that's very strange. She was a close family member for 20 plus years. And then suddenly it's like, she's dead. Nobody talks about her. Nobody calls her. Nobody goes over there. I remember going back to St. Louis to visit family this was after the divorce and I would say to Mike, Hey, I'm going to take the kids over to see aunt Gail. And he said, no, I don't, I don't want you going over there. Cause she owned a, a nice coffee shop in a nice area of St. Louis. And I, and the kids would ask about her, you know, what happened to aunt Gail? And they really loved her. She was sweet. They knew her their whole lives. And Mike said, no, we're, we're not talking to her. You're not going over there. I don't want you going to the coffee shop. And he really forbade it, which was incredible to me. Just, you know, I hope someday I can speak to her again and say, what the hell happened? She, it was like she died. And I would say to Mike's mom, you know, well, did you ever call her or just say, you know, sorry, this all didn't work out or are you okay? Or she's like, I'm not going to call her. It's not my place to, if she wants to talk to me, she can call me. Okay. Well then don't sit around and lament and wonder what happened, you know? So they put a lot of the blame on Gail and I think that's unfair and I think it's really weird. So now Mike's brother had no children. They had no kids. So there wasn't that kind of a tie where I think, you know, I will still stay in touch with Mike's parents. Um, even after the divorce, I, I will do that. Even though Mike has made it known, he does not want me communicating with his parents. He doesn't like it when I do. And he tells me not to, and 
whatever. I do as I want. I have every right to invite them to a, to an event involving their grandchildren or I have every right to send them a, a picture of our kids doing their thing. I'm not going to just cut off communication like that. Um, even though at times I have felt like doing that, that's not the right thing to do. So I'm not going to do it. Anyway, we'll see how this all plays out this weekend. Fingers crossed that it will be happy and relatively stress-free 